Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty podcast, starring your defending champion, Cascade Bear, Stirk Daddy, Justin STP6, Andy Pollock, Randy Santarelli, D. Slackey, the debut of House Deets, Candle Still Lit, Little Slads, WGL 1035, Prince Palmer 17, Lefty 79, and Bucks in 6. Welcome into this episode of the For the Throne Dynasty podcast. It is the team profile of D. Sladkey on this episode. I'm joined by him here via Zoom. Danny, how's it going? It's doing good. How how you doing, Logan? Doing good. Me on. After uh, after Johnny had some some vicious words for you to open up the team profiles, I figured uh, really, I figured you'd uh, definitely have some clapbacks at him. He considered you to be his biggest rival, and he hasn't played a game in our league. Really? Is that is that all he said? Can you refresh my memory? I don't think I I don't think I heard him. Yeah, I I don't remember too specifically what he said, but. I know he was throwing he was some daggers, some fighting words. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. I think he said he's he's most looking forward to beating you in this league. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So let's get right into it right away. We're gonna take a look first at your veteran startup draft. So when we began the league, you randomized and you got the number eleven spot of the vet draft. Uh, and you started it off right away at the 111 by taking Nick Chubb from the Cleveland Browns. Um, if you can recall, obviously this was, you know, just about three years ago now. Why do you think that you went with Nick Chubb? I have the draft board up here just so you can kind of see who's who went around in that yeah. area. Yep, I, I see that. And if I remember correctly, I was debating between Chubb or Michael Thomas at the time. And uh, I I ended up going running back because I, I felt like I could pick up some receivers later on. And, and I'm looking at the depth chart. I think Chubb was probably the best running back available at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him or Delvin, uh, it looks like. Maybe Aaron Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or was Le'Veon playing? I don't know if Le'Veon was playing, but uh, he must. But have something worked. about Chubb stood out stood out to me because he had a pretty good season the the, uh, the year before. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just looked for you, and Le'Veon Bell went the last pick of the second round, so he was way towards okay. the end there. Uh, he, I think he, I think this might have been the year that he was like threatening to, to hold out. Twenty nineteen. I think I, I think so too. I think that's why I passed on him. Yeah. So then, a couple picks later, at the two o two, you selected your first wide receiver at the time was an Atlanta Falcon in Julio Jones. Yeah, I, I I was really high on Julio Jones, and I'm I'm trying to find his stats quick about that season if if I could, if I could even go back that far. <laughs> um, I I think he had a pretty decent season that 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 season. Maybe you you can do it on the screen. Yeah, right? so 2019. So just officially released. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So 2019. Wow, why is it not letting me see career stats? 
Super yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of double-digit, a lot of double-digit games, a lot of yeah. twenty-point games. I mean, pretty he had a pretty decent. good season. Obviously, not not the best dynasty pick, but at the time you drafted him, he would have been thirty. Yeah, so here we go. Twenty nineteen, um, that season he was the wide receiver three. He had ninety-nine catches, one hundred and thirty or thirteen hundred yards, and six touchdowns. Yeah, that's it's not not bad, and then he kind of declined after that. But mm. I think he had some injuries. But I mean, I'm I'm gonna preface by saying this this veteran draft, this first draft here, as we'll probably see later on in the app, that uh, none of these guys really lasted too long on my team. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what that what that was about, but okay. So your next, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say I just I just really liked Julio. Um, afterwards, wanted some PPR points and felt like he was the man. Sure. So your next selection then at the 311, you walked away with Sony Michelle as your second running back. And at the time he was with the Patriots. Oh my gosh. Look who the next pick was. I know that did. Wait, was Derek Henry before or after me? After you. Next pick. No way. <laughs> No way! Wow, yeah, that's that's just not a good pick by me. It comes down to it. Let's see who else was who else was close. Nobody. That was Lindsay yeah. Not many running backs. Back. Next running back would have been Darius Geis. Yeah, I, I think I took Michelle because I thought he was the best available, mm-hmm. which obviously is wildly wrong. <laughs> uh, Drop the ball, drop the ball there with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Son of a gun. Yeah. So then three picks later at the 402, you took your second wide receiver. You definitely were going with uh experienced vets, it seems like, in this first couple rounds. At the 402, you selected AJ Green, who I believe was with Cincinnati at the time. Yeah, and then he I think that, that year he had a foot injury too. I don't think he I don't think he played more than a couple games. Hmm. So that that was I think that was a wash pick. I mean it, it's a veteran draft. They got got picked vets. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, I got nothing for that pick. I, I think he got hurt actually, so it wasn't really much use for me. Mm-hmm. I think I traded him the next year actually. And then the very next round at the five eleven, you walked away with Jarvis Landry as your wide receiver three. Yep, I'm I'm sticking with that pick. That was that was one of my best picks in the draft, I think. Mm. Uh, give, given my my previous picks, he's <laughs> he is he is one of the the few who was still on my roster, and he put up some numbers. There you go. Um, he was he was getting some good some big time points. Yep. Yeah, he had eighty three catches for eleven hundred yards and six touchdowns in twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, he he balled out, and then he kind of declined when once Baker got. Not going, but wait, what? I mean, I'm, I'm... Do you see this highlight? Wow. They're trying That'd to bring huge. him back after they just cut him. That'd be huge. <laughs> he's one of the, he's a glue guy on my team. He's been there since the very beginning, and he holds it together. I think sure. he's a, I think he has started almost every game, every week for me since. Wow, just Mister Reliable. Your next selection then was three picks later at the six oh two when you selected Carson Wentz who at the time was with Philadelphia at the quarterback position. Still with you. He is. That's right. I thought I traded him and I got him back. But no, I picked him. Yeah, he's. You know what? Carson Wentz is a good backup. He's a good backup. Good, solid backup. 
who who he actually won me some games last year. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he had to, he had some good games. He had a couple twenty five point games, twenty six point games. He had a thirty point game. Hmm. So uh, I mean, he's he's a good backup to have. Yeah, that's. So that's, I, I like him. It's a good backup for sure. Um, the seventh round, you did not have a pick because we must have made a trade because I actually walked away with your selection. I don't remember the full details, but then if we get into the eighth round at the 802, you took your first IDP still on your roster. It is Roquan Smith. Yep. And maybe, maybe my best player um, <laughs> points wise. Cause he, he had himself a nice little season. I think he was top five in this position. He was number one for, for a majority of the season. And then I think he actually got hurt a couple games and, and kind of dropped down, but, I mean, great picks. Someone was telling me that IDPs don't get a lot of points. I, he got me a lot of points over over the couple seasons here. So mm-hmm. tackling big, machine, big, big fan of Roquan Smith. Hey, you get like nine, you know, eight eight nine tackles a game. It'd be awesome. Sure. No twenty point twenty point uh, boost. Yeah. Then at the nine eleven, you took your third running back of the draft, and it was Jarek McKinnon. Who I don't even know who was. I think he was with the 49ers at the time. No, I I have, I have no recollection of taking Jared McKinnon. <laughs> and I and did I trade him? Did I did I drop him? I I don't know what I did. <laughs> I I think the Terrors ACL. I remember. I'm wondering if that was 2019, but um, kind of funny side note. Uh, we were in this 16 team redraft. It was just a bunch of people from my hometown, and someone took Jared McKinnon in the second round. Uh, the year that he that he tore his ACL, but yeah, that looks like that was it. If you see here on yeah, my screen, twenty eighteen and nineteen, he didn't play a snap. Man, yeah, that I mean, I think I dropped him actually. You can you scroll down and can you see? Yep, there you go. Yeah, I dropped him. <laughs> yep, I dropped him. We well, held him for later. Yeah, you held him for two months, month and a half. But he, but but look at that. He, he's been picked up and dropped by by two other guys, mm-hmm. two other two other teams. Yeah, I just want that's just a bad pick, and so is this <laughs> next one. I mean, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, so then the next pick, you took your wide receiver four, and it was D.D. Westbrook, who at the time was with Jacksonville. I don't even remember that dude being in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, how irrelevant was he? I mean, he must he must have never got the ball once. Mm-hmm. He's still in the league. Yep, he's on uh, Minnesota last year, I believe. Really? Yep, Minnesota. There he is. Yeah, just just nothing. Uh, did he even play? So the year before, he was coming off a wide receiver 33 season. And then he, yeah. One, one target in 2020, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, just, just not, not a Negative point six fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> he must have gotten hurt. He must have gotten hurt. Yeah, because he fumbled it on the one, on the one touch he had. That's that is not not a good pick. And coming up, this is the worst pick I've ever, <laughs> I've ever taken. And we talked off, we talked off the record on this before. This might have been the worst fantasy pick in my entire fantasy football career. <laughs> so six picks later, with the ten oh eight, you selected your fifth wide receiver. It was. Geronimo Allison. Oh, 
it's just just a horrendous pick. Just this that's all I gotta say. I mean, I there's nothing good to say about him. I mean, he doesn't even have stats. <laughs> twenty nineteen. So twenty nineteen he was coming off a wide receiver one oh one season the year before. He did have two touchdowns. Yeah, but didn't do anything. I mean he only had he only had what? Two hundred and eighty seven yards? I mean that's that's nothing. That's horrendous. <laughs> my my worst pick to the day ever in, in, in fantasy football. I don't think anything will come close to that. And that's it for your first 10 rounds of the draft. Now, usually Brutal. what I've been doing in these team profiles is scoping through the rest of the 15 rounds and just finding, you know, who are some of the players that you found in the, in the weeds um, and you kind of got yourself some late round treasure, but I couldn't find a single person for you. And, and you know, and that's why my team, that's, that's why this team that is showing on the screen here, my startup team, only two guys, three guys remain on my current roster. And I don't know what I was doing. Just, just poor management. Well, hopefully you've learned. That's, that's tough. Jerron Morales is a tough name to look at right there. <laughs> that's brutal. On a positive note, though, let's take a look at your startup rookie draft. And now this yep. was a lot this, better. Yeah, I, I love this. Even in, you know, 48 picks, you've made better picks than 25 <laughs> rounds. So starting at the 107, you selected your tight end of the future. Uh, I don't even know who your starting tight end was before this from the vet draft. But uh, you selected Noah Fant. He was the rookie out of the Denver Broncos. Uh, yeah, great, great pick. Um, who was my tight end? We can't, we can't figure that out. We can look right now if you really, really want to. Yeah. Uh, no, no offense. Kyle Rudolph was, was the tight end that you selected. Okay. And that wasn't bad because he was actually playing pretty well at the time. Minnesota, uh, I think. With the, with the Vikings, yeah. So I, I didn't hate that pick, but, uh, no offense definitely was, was big, um, I think I think he kind of made an impact his rookie season a little bit, and then kind of burst on the scene the next year. Definitely a good trade piece. Did I trade him to you? Yep. I did trade him to you. Yep. And I, and I think I got I think I got some pretty good pieces in return. But um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Noah Fant. I think he's going to be a really good player in this league for quite a long time. And then at the one at the one twelve, you must have made a trade probably in the vet draft. Uh, unless you were just super high on Dwayne Haskins, but you ended up selecting Dwayne Haskins with the one twelve. No. Yep, I remember this. It was it was a it was supposed to be a safety pick, just in case he needed a quarterback. He was kind of my uh, my fallback guy, and I thought he was going to be somewhat decent in the NFL. Um, I do remember wanting Dwayne Haskins pretty badly, actually. I think I traded. I think I traded. Um, for that pick, mm-hmm. like with with Haskins in mind, Look, that's what it looks I like. Mean, now, this is my pick. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I trade him for a quarterback because I needed a quarterback. I remember I needed a quarterback, and uh, I mean, now it's like now it looks like a horrendous pick, but <laughs> at the time, at the time, it, it looked pretty good. And then at the two six, you selected, and I didn't even know you made this pick, Tony Pollard from the Cowboys. Really? I had no idea. Did I trade him? Because he eventually gets over to Johnny. But yeah, here you go. Oh, you cut him. I wait. I cut him? (laughs) 
You cut him a month after you drafted him. <laughs> wow, I cut him. I mean, I had to cut him for a reason. Was 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 he was he hurt? No. No clue. Wow. Cut him a month later, and then lefty picked him up a week later. Wow. Yeah. Then he got then he got traded around a little bit. Wow. But 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 at the time when I when I got him, what were his stats? Because I feel like the last like year or two he's he's been putting up numbers. Well, but... yeah, you draft him as a rookie, so there was no stats to go off of. I mean, he oh, was he was just yeah, a, simply true, a handcuff true, at true. the time for Dallas. That's true. Yeah, maybe, maybe I thought that Zeke was just going to take it over, but he's he's, he's turning into a pretty nice complimentary piece. So mm-hmm. the three oh seven, then you selected Hunter Renfro. Yep. Yup, great pick, <laughs> great pick. He he's becoming he's becoming very reliable for me. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see how Devontae affects his his uh, targets. But I think I think he might get more this year. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean talk talk about two two of the top five route runners in the NFL on the same on the same team on separate sides of the field. Um. I'm big Hunter Renfro fan. Sure. I don't think he did much. I don't think he did much the first year no. or two. And he was Trevor Lawrence's number one target when he won his national title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's take a look here. Um, don't didn't the Brewers just picked up pick up a guy named Hunter Renfro? Yeah, the Brewers. Yeah, Hunter Renfro's a baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you look here, wide receiver fifty four, sixty, and now eleven. Yeah, I mean, what? what He's still stun. averaging around seventy targets a, a year, which is nice. Yeah, well, I mean, he gets open. He, he's he, he's actually like a he's, he's an unbelievable route runner. Hmm. So I, I I like him, and, he, and he's he's a good piece to have on my on my team right now, and is a good trade piece too. Sure. And then your last selection was in the fourth round. It was the four oh six Terry McLaurin, who you later got rid of. I remember, I remember this, and I traded him. And I traded him for Drew Brees. I, I will <laughs> never forget it. I traded him for Drew Brees for a season. I traded him to uh, to little scraps, little slads. I traded him to little slads, and that was yeah, that was dumb. I think I got a I think I got a first round pick out of it too. But uh, yeah, I traded him for Drew Brees, who like who played a season. Sure. Well, and that was it for your startup. So let's take a look at season number one. And this was definitely your low point so far. Uh, you finished with a record of 4-9, which was good enough for the 12th seed. Uh, so you took last. Um, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did I uh... – oh, no, this is before the trade. Okay. Yep, we, you can go. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did not have a good season based off of that team that you just heard. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a good season. So four nine, and you were in twelfth place last. Um, and then let's take a look at just—you still had a good amount of core players, especially if you compare it to the. Believe it or not, you had the and we we always do quarterback top twelve, tight end top twelve, running back top twenty four, and wide receiver top twenty four. You had more core players in season one than any other season, which is odd. So you had the quarterback twelve in Carson Wentz, running back twenty in Raheem Mostert. Running back it could have been. Yeah, running back twenty four and Sony Michelle, and then wideouts you had wide receiver thirteen Jarvis Landry, twenty Stephon Diggs, in a later trade, and then wide receiver twenty four and Terry McLaurin. 
that was your core. So any overall thoughts on season one? Just disappointment. I, I mean, I don't know. Looking back at it, I don't remember how I finished four and nine. Um, but with, with those core players, you know, you would have you would have liked to have finished a couple couple more wins. But yeah, that was that was brutal. I remember. I think at a point, I just, you know, I, I was accepting that I was just gonna start have to start to rebuild. Mm-hmm. And then I think after this season is when I. I said, let's let's rebuild completely, clean house after year one. Sure. And just by looking right now, you did still score the least amount of points in the league at 1,600. So um, you just didn't score well, enough points, it seems well, like. You can't win games if you don't score points. Sure. All right, let's take a look at a couple trades. Actually, only Here two of go. them of note from 2019. Two um, big boys. Yeah, so the first one came between you and I. Uh, you walked away with Stefan Diggs and a yep. first, which was mine. It actually ended up being C.D. Lamb, just for the value perspective. Um, and wow. then I walked away with Julio Jones and a second, which ended up being Henry Ruggs. It's safe to say, if you look at the value <laughs> of both of those, wow, you destroyed me. I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, you got Henry Ruggs. That's tough. But yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I don't know who initiated it. Did you want Julio? Yeah, I wanted Julio because if you remember when I first came, like my first year, my team was actually pretty good on paper. I had like Saquon, Kelsey, uh, Mahomes. So I was just I was just trying to get some more pieces just to like make a playoff run. Yeah, but but Julio was getting was getting targeted every other you know, every other play on the Falcons. So yeah. I mean, I think the value at the time I mean, it was it was pretty pretty even. Yeah. Three years later, not so much. And then the no. second trade of note came between you and Randy, and this was a big one for sure, especially as you knew that, or you're kind of gearing towards a rebuild. So Randy walks away with Nick yep. Chubb, and then you walked away with two firsts, two seconds, $75 of Fab, Cameron Jordan, and Matt Breida, which those two are just kind of throw-ins. If we look at the yep. value of some of those picks, so Devontae Smith so far would be Devontae Smith and Kenneth Gainwell, and then... The first and second of Randy's has not been determined as they were 2022. Okay, sure. All right. Hey, well, Cam Jordan actually played pretty well for me. Yeah. Um, still on your that team. Season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he can, he can still play. So he's, he's a nice piece to have, especially now that IDPs are getting a little bit more points. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of different – hoops we'd have to jump through just to see where you're at right now but um in the hindsight of things do you wish you would have kept chubb or do you think it was just worth the value that you made the trade for well at the time probably i should have kept chubb Hmm. but but i think i'm pretty sure i had the mindset that i was going to take those first round picks and rebuild yeah and one way trade them or, or take them um, but after finishing four and nine, I felt like I had to make some moves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's take a look at your 2020 rookie draft. You had three picks. Um, and the first came at the one Oh one, as we yep. previously stated, uh, you were the worst team in the league and you walked away with the one Oh one. Uh, first was Clyde Edwards Hilaire. 
Yep, I remember. Remember drafting? I was so pumped that I got him. Yes. I was so pumped. Because he was a first-round pick on the Chiefs. Yeah, lo- yep, exactly. I loved him. Love him. He, he no longer is on my team anymore, but he he played well for me when I had him for that short period of time. And then your second, you still have him on your team. He's been buried now again for the second time, unfortunately. But at the 304, you selected Van Jefferson from the Rams. Van's a make or dance, baby. I uh, I mean, I was pretty high on him, too. What college did he come from? Florida. Florida, that's what I thought. Yeah, I, and, and I, I liked him. I mean, he's still a deep threat now, but, I mean, this past season, he really really showed what he can do. So I, I'm going hold to on, hold on to him for a little bit longer, and, and hopefully he doesn't get too lost in, on the Rams this year. But, you know, he's, he's that deep threat, like the, that Deshaun Jackson-type deep threat. And then and at then the four twelve, is... you selected what well, it was just a dart throw, but Thaddeus Moss, tight end of the Bengals, undrafted but signed with them. It was. I only picked him because his last name was Moss. That's <laughs> the only reason I picked him. The son, Randy. Of Randy. Randy was high on him. Yeah, Randy was high on him. So I was like, oh, I'll give him a shot. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't play a snap. Yeah, I wonder where he is now. I thought he got signed by the practice squad of the. Uh, the commanders now probably on waivers see where he's at he's on the bengals he actually signed a month ago oh well uzuma got traded didn't he yeah but they just and they just signed hayden hurst mm. yeah that'd be that'd be funny though he's the new starter he'd have to beat out drew sample <laughs> all right so season two this one was a little bit better for you you actually snuck into the playoffs uh, you re- finished I with did. a record of six and seven. You got the number five seed in the quarters of fucking course. You beat me by 29 points, and I was furious because on yeah, paper, I, I had I a way it. better team. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then you lost to Sterk in the semifinals by about 70 points. Uh, you had three core players, and that was it, really. Uh, you had the running back 18 and Mike Davis. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yep. Great uh, pick. What team was he on when you had him in that year? Um, the Bears, I think. Or the Panthers? No, I think it was the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers, because McCaffrey was hurt. Yes. And I picked him off off waivers. <laughs> uh, you had the running back 21 in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and then the wide receiver 3 in Stephon Diggs. So a little bit better. You were making some positive steps uh, towards, towards your team making the playoffs, and you did that. Uh, any thoughts overall in Season 2? You know, my, my hope was to make the playoffs. I made the playoffs. Sturk had a Sturk had a really good team that year. Yeah, won the title. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, he smoked. He smoked everybody. He, he had a, an unbelievable team. So then I mean, there there was no I knew I wasn't gonna beat Sturk after I beat you. I just I just hoped I could put up a fight and obviously the opposite happened. I got blown out. <laughs> So let's take a look at some of your trades from 2020. We have three to highlight. Uh, the first one, just because I know you're just you were just like, wait a second, I didn't even know you was in the NFL about D.D. Westbrook. Well, you were able to. I know you have a love hate relationship with him, but you were able to pry Robbie Anderson from Sterk for D.D. Westbrook. I just yep, wanted to highlight good. that because it was kind of interesting. Hey, I got him. I got him. I got Sterk on that one. Let's go. That, that, that was a big one for me because he Robbie Anderson. Look at his stats quick. So he was coming off of the Jets, I believe. 
Or was he on the Jets at the time? 2020. I think he was on the Jets at the time. So, yeah, 2020, He w- it was his first year in Carolina. So he was coming off the Jets season where he was the right wide receiver 40. But then in 2020, he finishes the wide receiver 19. Yeah, yeah, he, and he had he had almost 1,100 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's balling out. That was a good season for him. And then the next trade was between you and your brother. You wanted to yep, welcome him was, to the this, league this by the sending him a fruit basket. So you walked away with John Brown, Drew Brees, and a first, which ended up being the value, for what it's worth, of Jamar Chase. So Drew Brees, John Brown, Jamar Chase. All you had to do was just keep that pick. Yeah. And then your brother walks away with Sony Michelle, Terry McLaurin, a third, which ended up being KJ Hamler, and then a uh, another third as well, which let me take a peek here at who that was because that was last year. That was your third. I made this trade because I, I was desperate for a quarterback. Andre Stevenson. That's what it was. I was desperate for a quarterback. So he was trading cool. away. And- yeah, but Drew Brees actually got me in the playoffs. Yeah. He, 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 he carried me that year. I mean, he had a great season. So, yeah, I mean, look, looking back goal. at it, yeah, looking back at it, you know, did nothing for the future of my team. But at the time, well, and at the time, I thought he was going to come back for one more season. So I thought I had two seasons left with, left with him, mm-hmm. which would have been, which would have been a lot, a lot better of a trade if he had two years left, but yeah, the one year really hurts. And then the final trade of note was your biggest trade probably in dynasty history. Maybe there's a bigger one. I don't know. There was uh, a bigger one. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but you made a trade with Andy who fully committed oh. to the, to the rebuild after the assistance of me, <laughs> where she was just basically like, I don't know if I can trade McCaffrey. I'm like, well, if you're not going to be contending, you're probably going to reap the benefits more from it. And I would argue she did because her team is very good now. So you walked yeah. away with Christian McCaffrey. Andy walks away with the 106, which was Justin Jefferson. A fourth, which was DeVernay, Devin DeVernay. Uh, a first, which ended up being Jamar Chase. But Ryan ended up with that pick. Another first, which ended up being Rashad Bateman. A second, which was Amon Ross and Brown and John Brown. So imagine that she had all of those players. Oh, my God. She'd have Jamar hey. Chase and Justin Jefferson. Hey, do you want do you want to hear a story that will blow your mind? Let's hear. Not it. only not only could she have had Jamar Chase and Justin De- Jefferson, but I gave her the option, straight up option. So she's getting all those picks, right? And then John Brown, I gave her I gave her the option, um, of John Brown or Stefan Diggs, straight up, <laughs> and she chose and she goes John Brown. And I said gladly take them, and so 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 I could have given her two first rounds and all those picks, and then Stefan Diggs. Ima- <laughs> could you imagine what the team would be like? What the team would have been like if she had instead of John Brown, who probably did nothing that year, for Stefan Diggs? Wow, uh, did I get lucky? And I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why I offered this stuff on day. Yeah. I, I don't know what I was going for, but looking back at it, I am so glad that she chose John Brown. 
That would have been the worst trade in For the Throne history, and it wouldn't have been close. <laughs> I know. And, and McCaffrey's played, what, maybe seven games in my <laughs> two years that I've had him? Yeah. I mean, she she destroyed me with this trade. You even and said you were going to get a tattoo. Yeah. She, well, I did I did buy his jersey the, the day after I got McCaffrey. I bought a Stanford <laughs> jersey. I still have it. But but she could have buried me if I, if I would have given her – Stefan Diggs mm-hmm. and I would have buried myself. I mean, <laughs> Stefan Diggs was like my leading points getter this year. I mean, he he had like twenty points a game. Yeah. So I, did I get lucky? That's a, a trade that we'll never never be able to talk about because <laughs> it didn't happen. But let's look at your twenty twenty one rookie draft. So um, in total, you had seven picks, only one really of high value, and it was the one hundred eight when you selected Devonte Smith. With the Eagles, loved it. I, I remember. I remember begging him to fall to me, and he and did. He fell to me. I was pumped. Yep. And then the next pick was the four hundred five. It was Patrick Sertain. I believe you just stashed him on your taxi all year. Yep. Yeah, we saw my taxi. He, he, he's going to be a decent, a decent. Uh, what is he? Yes, he's a, a cornerback. Or yeah. <clears throat> next pick at the four hundred six. I actually kind of like this guy. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa with the Browns. Yep, so he another good idea at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah if he's coming off, he's kind of come off my my taxi this year. The four hundred nine, then you selected Jermar Jefferson, the running back with the Lions. I don't really think he got his opportunity this year. No, he did no, like for with one game Swift. Swift being out. Yeah. The five hundred four Cornell Powell. I'll be honest, I don't even know what team he's on. Nope, I think I dropped him. Uh, the 509 is Chris Evans, not the superhero. This guy's superhero. worth saving. No, he's, he's he, <laughs> not Captain America. He's, 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 I might stash him for a little bit. I mean, he, I did watch him. He got some, he got some garbage time. He, he could make some moves. Yeah, I mean, he was decent in the past game and he was decent in special teams too. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, he might be a player I might stash for a little bit longer. And then the 609 was Simi Fihoko, who was actually trending last week. Uh, when really? the when the Cowboys got rid of Amari Cooper. Okay, yeah, I I don't think I ever played him. I think he's still on my taxi. Um, and that was it for your twenty twenty one rookie picks. Okay, so let's take a look at season number three. A little bit better than season two. Uh, you finished with a record of seven and seven. Once again, made the playoffs. My God, it just shows you how you don't have to be an overly great team to sneak into the playoffs because. Season two, you're six and seven, and then season three, you get a five seed at seven and seven. Seven and seven, yeah. So you got the five seed in the first round. You lost to Andy only by eight points, though. So it was very close. No, and I remember what happened. What was it? She had a player that she had one player that went off. Uh, Who was it? Son of a gun. Is there there any way we can see it? Yeah, let me pull up the matchup quick. Who was it? Oh, somebody just just lit it up oh burrow oh she had burrow and chase and they lit it up for like 30 each jesus oh no she had stafford let's see well you had 41 from oh no it was cup 34 from cup it was cup because cup had that cup had two touchdowns didn't he wow you paid you played an idp that wasn't even playing Oh, he played. It's sixteen no, he snaps. He, yeah, he didn't do anything. He must have got hurt. <laughs> but yeah, no. Cooper Cup had he had two touchdowns, right? Thirty-four point seven. Touchdowns. 
Yeah, he had a few touchdowns. He scored that late touchdown to, to put him on top. I mean, I remember that. That that's when I lost. That, that was that was a heartbreaker because I had her. Who I had her. So if you look at the so in season two you made it to the semi season three you just got bounced in the first round uh, quarterback four in Patrick Mahomes running back five in James Conner wide receiver eight in Diggs and wide receiver fourteen in Hunter Renfro and then you had the tight end number two in Travis Kelsey thoughts on that look at season that, dude. Uh, Andy could have had wide receiver eight for free yeah I mean in- incredible. But yeah, look at that. No, my core guys, one, two, three of the guys weren't on my team last year. So I, I obviously made a, a nice little trade, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of, I, I was in win now mode. I, I had to make some moves because McCaffrey wasn't doing it. So there's four trades of note just to kind of touch on here. The first trade came between you and I. Uh, this is like a theme. Oh my gosh, all four of these yeah, trades. Yeah, I was going to say, we got a lot of trades, <laughs> dude. We got a lot of trades. So in this one, you walked away with Ryan Tannehill and a fourth. Uh, and I walked away with Raheem Mostert and two seconds. Any thoughts on that one? Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I, I, I think I wanted Ryan Tannehill really bad. Um, I needed a quarterback to start. I mean, just, just, a, I mean, it's just a, a decent trade, I think, both ways. Mm-hmm. Next trade came between you and I again. You walked away with Travis Kelsey, and I walked away with Noah Fant and two firsts. Oh, yes. This, this one, I mean, Kelsey's a beast. But I, I'm, I'm looking at these two firsts, and, man, I really, I really could have used one of those coming up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, hopefully Kelsey's going to be around for a couple more years so I can get the value out of him. But, like I said before, I was in win-now mode, so. Next trade again was us, and you walked away with Patrick Mahomes, James Conner, a second and a third. I walked away with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Ryan Tannehill, and a first. I think I've texted you this before. (laughs) I texted, yeah, I got him right back. Texted you this before. This is the one trade I wish I would have never made in this league because Mahomes still fits what I'm kind of trying to do, and this is going to hurt because now Tannehill is my franchise quarterback at the moment. (laughs) I mean, I was I was ecstatic when, like you, you said James Conner, you, you said you throw in James Conner. I said okay. Uh, little did I know that Edmonds goes down, James Conner emerges as as a top pass catching back in the NFL. Just got signed to a fat contract. Chase Edmonds is gone, so James Conner is RB one. I think I, I think I might have edged you out in that trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, James Conner last year he had uh, fifteen touchdowns. That was a career yeah. high. Dude, he, I think he almost averaged one a game. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was crazy. And then this one was just kind of funny because we were – I know you were struggling big time to get a running back <laughs> that you could literally play at all. So I sent you Devontae Booker for a second. You're like, why not? Sure. But then now looking yeah, back, you have yeah. Saquon now. So Devontae Booker, I mean, he's kind of a handcuff. Well, not only that, but like the first, well, Saquon went down for a lot of the season last year. And for the first couple games, I mean, he was getting like, you know, 14, 16 points a game, mm-hmm. Booker was. Mm-hmm. So for, for those first couple games, it, it played out. But yeah, obviously now now that I have Saquon, he's, he's a good handcuff. Yeah. Um, and we only cover trades from 
2019, 20, and 21. So we haven't covered the trade that you made recently uh, with Sterk. Do you just kind of want to touch on it? I know uh, it was a pretty yeah, big me, one, me, and it kind of shocked the league. Yeah, let me, let, me, let me pull it up here. Especially because you said you were never in your lifetime going to trade this guy. Yep. So what I did, well, I realized that I'm not going to win games when my best player is playing three games a season because he has no ankles. I I traded away McCaffrey and a third round pick for um, Saquon Barkley, Mike Williams, and a third round pick. Um, I traded him to Sturk. And I think Sturk actually was the one that reached out because I wasn't, I mean, yeah, I was shopping him, but I wasn't like, actively shopping him but i did want to get i did want to get rid of him eventually but Sturk actually reached out to me and, and we came to this one and i honestly i like this trade mm-hmm. i really do mike williams got a nice contract saquon god willing needs to be healthy this year and then you know a third round we'll see what that is but mm-hmm. i mean mccaffrey's off my team and i don't gotta worry about him being on my ir for majority of the season yeah you're right now you got to worry about saquon being in your ir for the rest of the season (laughs) (laughs) that's true but 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 i think saquon has a better chance of of missing the ir than than mccaffrey and i got mike williams out of it and i need another receiver so that That is true i think that's the key right there just give you yourself another flex piece potentially exactly yep all right let's take a look at your depth chart right now as it stands we'll talk about this You'll t- kind of talk about your overall feeling of your squad and maybe what some of your goals are going to be this offseason before we kick it back off in September, uh, and then we'll call it a wrap. So let's take a look at the quarterback position right now. You have three of note, two of which are starters, and then one is, uh, as we kind of know, a, a higher-end backup quarterback. So at the top, you have Patrick Mahomes, second string uh, Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs, Carson Wentz, who is now in the Washington Commanders, and Teddy Bridgewater, I believe, signed with Miami. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so he'll He's be yep, Tua. he'll be backing up Tua. What's your overall thoughts on your quarterback depth? Not not a bad carousel. I, I'd be I'd be I'd be more worried if if Wentz was not a starter. But th- th- this is basically Wentz's year, though. Make or break. If he doesn't play well, he's not going to start anymore. Mm-hmm. So I so I need him to have a good season so he can stay a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if Mahomes bye weeks and and potential injuries. But I I, I don't I don't hate that carousel. And Bridgewater is Bridgewater was decent last year. Mm-hmm. Played two gloves. Um, and, and two was injury prone as we know, so he might get a shot. Overall, don't hate it. Don't hate it. All right, your running back depth then. We take a look at the top. We have Saquon Barkley of the Giants, James Conner, who just re-signed for, I think, three years, only two being guaranteed, though, of the Cardinals. So you could get two years of productivity from him. Yep, especially with Chase Edmonds now being in Miami. Uh, You have Damian Williams, who just signed with Atlanta Falcons. Uh, You have Chris. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. So did Cordero just resigned too, but yeah, uh, he's in Atlanta. Son of a gun. Uh, Chris Evans with the Bengals, Devontae Booker of the Giants, Savan Ahmed of the Dolphins. I remember you're like, remember this name. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. 
And then Jermar Jefferson, Lions, and Mike Davis, also of the Falcons. What do you think about your running backs? How did you got Mike Davis last time my running back got the job? Because <laughs> he fumbled the job away. I can, I can bet money that Damian Williams will start over or get more playing time than Mike Davis. You want me to put him here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jamar, yeah, Jamar, whatever his name is, isn't getting isn't touching the field. Um, dude, Mike, Mike Davis actually played pretty well for me the first couple games of the season, and then he, and then once Scordero came into the picture, he was irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I think he got two touches a game. But uh, yeah, l- looking at that depth chart, it's not great. I was unaware of Damian Williams, so that, I mean he could get some touches behind Scordero, but I still I think I need it. I think I'm missing one running back that I could use just mm-hmm. to kind of like as a safety blanket. Sure. Then if we look at the wideouts, uh, at the top you have Stephon Diggs with the Bills, Mike Williams with the Chargers, Hunter Renfro now with the Raiders still, Jarvis Landry currently a free agent, Robbie Anderson is a Panther, Van Jefferson with the Rams, Quez Watkins, the Eagles, I think, because he was under his rookie contract. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, Darius Slayton, I could be wrong. I think he's a free agent. He's he talk about a guy who underperformed. Look at his stats. No, he's not, still on the Giants. Look at his stats this year. Atrocious. <laughs> I mean, 26, 26 catches. I mean, out of fifty-eight. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. 300, 300 yards. I mean, come on. And I guess when you got Daniel Jones throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Diami Brown, who was a rookie last year. I know we added him just as a kind of throw-in in the Devontae yep. Smith trade. Uh, that's and that's a, that was another trade that we haven't talked about too much just because it came after the league ended. Uh, but Diami Brown, we'll have to see what happens with him, especially with Wentz there. He might have a little stack. Uh, and then we have Simi Fahoko with the Cowboys. Adam Humphreys, I think, is a free agent. Yeah, and then Cornell Powell, who you said you thought you cut, is still on your roster, <laughs> and I just found out he's a chief. Okay, oh, okay, maybe I might keep him just because he's a chief. Yeah, and that's your wideouts. What do you think about him? Honestly, I like him. Jarvis will get picked up somewhere. I mean, he's still a really good receiver. Um, who also has that uh, touchdown? Uh, he can throw some touchdowns too. So that's some extra juice on the fantasy points, but. I, I like my receivers. Stefan Diggs, obviously a stud. Mike Williams, stud. Hunter Renfro is going to be interesting to see what he does this year. Um, again with with Devonte, but uh, I'm I'm my expectation is that he 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 performs close to, if not better, than last year. Mm-hmm. And then Jarvis Landry, I want him to get signed. Sure. Um, and I, th- I think he will. Robbie Anderson, I've been back and forth on him all year. Um, last year, I, I, it's, it's a love hate between Robbie Anderson. I was, I was hoping that 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 the Panthers would get a, a new quarterback in Deshaun Watson specifically. Um, I had some inquiries about Robbie Anderson, and uh, I, I, I dismissed them because I was hoping that Deshaun Watson would come to the Panthers so I could get some extra value for him. But that didn't happen, so we'll see. Van Jefferson, same thing, just can't get lost in the mix. And then I don't know about Quez Watkins, Darius Slayton. I mean, I started him a couple weeks, uh, hoping that he'd pop off for a game because he's he actually isn't bad. Uh, 
but like I said, 300 yards in the season isn't great. And then the rest of the guys, um, they they haven't sniffed my my starting lineup. <laughs> I, I don't I don't really know who Diane who Diane Brown is. I actually saw him the other day when I was looking at my roster, and I was like, I don't even know when I got him, who this guy is. <laughs> and then I saw that we made the trade. And I'm like, I'll keep him. Keep him I, for he was bit. actually. I think I walked away with four second round picks last year, and he was the first one I took in the second round. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know anything about him, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Well, here is an area of concern right away. It's the tight end position. So yeah. at the top, yes, that's not concerning. You have Travis Kelsey. Um, it might be a little bit concerning because you never know when he's going to drop off. Exactly. Yeah. It's coming, though. And then after that, you don't have a starting tight end. So no, your second stringer is Anthony Ferkser. He just got his job taken from Austin Hooper. And then yeah. Ryan Griffin, who I believe is the third string t- tight end now on the Jets. On the Jets, yeah. Yeah, Ryan Griffin had two games where he balled out. That's why I picked him up. Hasn't done anything since. Uh, yeah, it's, it's no secret that depth is an issue on my team in, in some very key positions, tight end and running back being two of them. But, um, yeah, it, it's not – It's not. I don't go in feeling 100% on my team going into the season, but there's just some time left, and, and I will be making some moves. Mm-hmm. just a matter of time but yeah not great then not you have great. two kickers you have jake elliott and brandon mcmanus mcmanus could be pretty valuable being with denver i think he's yep. with denver still B- with biggest them. boot in the league yeah and now they have the added element of russell wilson so that might result uh, in some offense. more opportunities yep, of offense so idps of note we got roquan smith max crosby cameron hayward johnny told me that you were like licking your chops when i dropped max crosby <laughs> yeah dude i was with him when you dropped him I, and when you dropped him i said is he serious and i picked him <laughs> right up well he wasn't scoring he that many points he's a good rusher good, he had some good games when uh you dropped him and i picked him up he had some good games for me mm-hmm. so cameron hayward cameron jordan miles jack tyron matthew free agent right now jayon brown i believe he's a free agent too Jeremiah Owusu-Kormoa, Jonathan Abram, free agent, and Patrick Sertain. So you do have a lot of IDP depth there. Yep, I like these guys. I like all of them, actually. I like every single one. Um, J.M. Brown was supposed to be pretty good. He got hurt, though. Yeah. Um, but I, I like I like Jeremiah coming off my taxi this year, too. He, he played good. He played pretty well late in the season. So Do I have too many? Probably. <laughs> but uh, they're all good players, so I'm going to keep them. Okay, we look at your picks then. So this upcoming draft, you have the number seven pick only because you made a trade to get it. Yeah, I needed to. Yep. That was desperation. And then you have a third, the 312, the 507, and the 607. If we look at next year, you have Sterks first, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. So you still have five picks. And then in 2024, it goes all back to normal. Any thoughts at all about you know just upcoming drafts? I mean, I, I didn't know I had a 2024. I thought I gave away the. Uh, I thought I gave away my future. I think I gave I gave Andy four four first round picks. Mm. I gave you two. I had so many first round picks over the last two years that I just gave away. Yeah. And looking back at it, I probably shouldn't have done it. But uh, you know, it's too late. So, I, I like my starting lineup this year. 
my starting lineup, my bench, my, my depth, not so much. Mm-hmm. So if, what do you, if my, go ahead, go. go ahead. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say, if my starters stay healthy, then I, I feel pretty good. So but when it comes to the bench, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Um, going forward, you know, from now up until September when the season starts, what do you think your kind of core goals are and your overall thoughts are on your roster right now as it stands as we wrap up here? Up up until the season, I I will be looking, and this is to be later on once I once I do some some hardcore research, but I will be throwing out a major player on my team um, on the, on the trade block in hopes of of adding some depth in a, in a couple key positions. So the league can stay tuned for that. But let's see, look at me. I mean, I, I might cut some IDP, some IDP players, but I mean, I still have two empty bench spots, so I might keep them. But let's see. I, I do I do want to get another tight end. Uh, I will be looking for that, and and that's going to factor into my my demands when I list my my key core player. But I'm I'm just hoping to get some depth before before the uh, season starts. And I I'm in some talks with some other members of our league, and when it comes closer to draft day, um, and even on draft day. I'm going to explore some options. So that's never out of the question, but certainly depth is on the top of my priority list this off season. It'll be interesting to see how you actually accrue that depth as we kind of move forward here. Yep. So thanks for joining me, D Sladkey on this episode. Hey, thanks for having me. And on next week's episode, we are on team profile number 10. We're going to meet reach double digits. It is Andy Pollock's team. Uh, and after that comes Little Slads and Lefty, and then it's almost draft time. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, I know you're going to be just crunching the books, looking for who you can potentially grab at the 107. Um, uh, absolutely. I've already been doing some research. Uh, you know, it, it. I'm not going to understate it, but it. I mean, it, it. This could be one of the biggest picks of my fantasy you know, fantasy career for the next couple of years here. I mean, this, this, this pick, this pick is crucial to my team and, mm-hmm. and, and making a serious, serious push for the title. Also, uh, you know, I, I'll be curious to hear next week, what Andy's thoughts were on, on the, uh, on the little mishap she had of taking John Brown over, <laughs> over Stefan Dick. So I, I, I'll be, I'll be tuned in to hear, hear you talk about that with her and hear her response sure all right and that's all we have for this episode of for the throne dynasty podcast thanks for listening on this episode and we will see you next time see ya